1: is Armed American Radio's Daily Defense.
0: Armed American Radio's daily defense because they don't want me to. That's why I do it. Presented by X Insurance. X Insurance from the Six Hour Studios. They're never going to stop us here.
1: Here is your host, the loudest conservative voice in America, fighting the
0: enemies of freedom. Mark Mark Walters. Walters. All right, here we go. Hour two. Armed American Radio's daily defense now underway. Six Hour Studios fired up for you here at AAR Ranch Crossbreed Holsters. Mike lit up for you. I am carrying a Sig today, P365 Macro XL in a Crossbreed holster. Love it, love it, love it. You should be too. X Insurance presents it all. Welcome back in, Greg and Dallas Tejas. Please, please be kind enough to give us the high def, hi fi, Wi Fi stuff to watch the program on television screens on whatever platform you choose. Opslens.com. You can check it out at armedamericanradio.com, Apple TV, and whatever else it's on. I don't even know anymore. I've lost count and uh, where they can participate in the chat. Greg, and welcome in, brother. All right, yeah, sure. Just head on over to armedamericanradio.org
1: or .com. On the right-hand side of that website, you're going to see the menu icon. Just give it a click, and when that window opens up, you'll see that Watch Live option. You'll also see the the Listen Live option and the podcast link. You've also got a shop link if you want to support the show. Uh, If you'd like to join our live chats, just head on over to your app store, grab the Telegram messaging app, create your profile, and search for Armed
0: American Radio Conversations. Ah, very good, very good. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen. John Gibbon, com sticks with me for the hour. John, welcome back, man. Thanks for sticking with me. I appreciate it much.
1: Absolutely, sir. Thank you for having me. It's always good to talk about the right to keep and bear arms with other people that understand just how important it is.
0: Liberty and freedom, baby, it really is. Hey, before we get cracking, do you like fruit juice? Do you ever drink fruit juice, like orange juice, apple juice? grape? grape yeah, juice, I drink fruit juice. Like you ever have tart cherry juice?
1: I've had it. It's it's all right. It's not my favorite.
0: I love it. And it's really good antioxidant. And I have some at the house, and it's super cold. And I don't know if you're you're probably not old enough to remember when Gatorade came in those Stokely Van Camp glass bottles. I do remember it in the glass. remember those?
1: In the 80s, when I was just a youngster, the glass bottle is so much better
0: than the plastic one. Yeah, well, I got some tart cherry juice in that glass bottle. And I really don't want to drink too much of it because it gets my sugar it's 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 a little bit higher in sugar than some other fruit juices. So I just switched over to apple juice. I got some warm apple juice here. I drink it on the air from time to time. It's pretty good.
1: <laughs> warm apple mm. juice. You and Alex Jones. Oh, does he drink warm apple juice? Yeah, he drink he drinks warm apple juice sometimes when he's doing a broadcast.
0: Yeah, I like it. It's it's uh it's pretty good. I like it. So I just less
1: sugar that. that way.
0: Maybe. A little bit. I don't know. It is what it is. The things you got to worry about when you get older, ladies and gentlemen, right? Anyway, John, welcome back in, man. Let's get cracking. I say that because I was joking with some fans in a a chat not too long ago about that subject matter. But uh, I found some, some stories. Now, John, I told you earlier in the day today, and listeners, if you've listened long enough, you know. From time to time, I like to push the limit. And by that, I mean I've always found it fun, John, every once in a while, to come to the show having done zero prep. I mean none. I'm going to put myself out there and go live on a mic, having looked at nothing that day until I go live on the air. And Greg has worked with me on this before, where I will Google the two words gun control live on the air. Now, there's a risk to that. What happens if what pops up while you're in front of a live mic is everything you've already covered and somehow they didn't? there's nothing new up there? You know, I have been doing this a long time, John, that will never happen because the media will never, ever stop. They're going to hit us at something every single day when it comes to our right to bear arms. You would believe that, right?
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: Now, in today's case, I chose not to do it live. So I Googled gun control earlier when I was doing some prep and four stories popped out at me. One of them. Coincidentally, I grabbed before you and I spoke and even decided to go to the Crime Against Kansas speech in the first hour. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're just joining us for the program or you're picking up this hour of the podcast version of the radio show first, go back and listen to the first hour we discussed in great detail the Crime Against Kansas speech and the attack by a House member, Brooks, against Senator Sumner in 1856 that was part of what led up to America's Civil War. You can find it on the Senate.gov website. We don't make stuff up. And John, one of the Los Angeles Times stories that I pulled up earlier was if we must rely on, quote unquote, history and tradition to assess gun laws, does racist history count? Now, you can't make this stuff up. The timing of it, I thought, was uncanny. Now, can we even talk about john the history of gun control without talking about the actual roots of gun control which is racist can we even we'd be remiss if we didn't mention that
1: you you cannot really separate the two things their 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 history is permanently glued together
0: and i i have to go back as you know john i'm in georgia and i go back to when i first moved here in 05 Georgia was uh, kind of behind the times relative to Florida's gun laws at the time. Now you spent time living in Florida; you fondly, like me, remember it as you know, the gunshine state, right? Well, yeah, Florida. Well, they got have a some, waiting
1: period now.
0: Yeah, there, Florida's going to have to. It's going to. It's going. There's going to have to be a large shift before Florida catches up, largely because of, at the time, GeorgiaCarry.org, which is now GA2A.org, a phenomenal organization that I was one of the first 100 members of, didn't realize it at the time, but joined right away when I saw Georgia's gun laws needed some work, in large measure because when I first moved here, the moment I got a driver's license, in order to get a Georgia permit at the time, there was no constitutional carry, I had to get a Georgia driver's license to establish residency. However, under Georgia law, the moment I got a Georgia driver's license, I lost 20 years of reciprocity with the state because I didn't have a permit. There was no fix for that. There was no 30 or 60 or 90-day grace period for me to then get a Georgia permit. So you know what I did? Anti-gunners, you're going to love this one. I carried my gun anyway. Too bad for you. That's what I did, and I just said it. I carried my gun anyway because as far as I'm concerned, well, No man or government has the moral authority to tell me that I can't protect myself, my family, and my kids, period. Now, having said that, the moment I turned over that Georgia driver's license, I lost reciprocity. I could carry yesterday or I could carry that minute before, but I couldn't carry then. Didn't make sense to me. So I joined GeorgiaCarry.org. Within the first five years, John, Georgia's gun laws changed radically. One of the aspects of those gun laws was Georgia's... And they called it the public gathering law. It had been in place since, let's say, Sherman burnt Atlanta to the ground towards the end of the Civil War. After the Emancipation Act, guess what happened? Southern Democrats didn't want blacks to be able to be anywhere armed, so they passed a law, and they called it the public gathering law. And they made it so broad, they didn't have to inject race in it. They just said, you can't carry a gun at a public gathering. Guess who got arrested? And guess what was considered a public gathering? Anything they said. And it was blacks being arrested. It was designed to keep blacks from carrying guns. Guess what, John? It was white Republicans that put an end to that racist nonsense. How come that never makes the news, John? Oh,
1: every agenda pushed by the left is in bad faith. Every single one. I mean, you, you could have... Anyone of any skin color do anything that is worthy of praise. And that particular party with that particular agenda will only ever focus on when a white person is a villain and when a dark person is a victim. That, that's just how – occasionally they will – well, no, I shouldn't say only. They will also praise people of color for doing good things. Um, but you will not see that agenda. They will never condemn someone of color unless that person is viewed as a conservative, like Clarence Thomas. They'll go after him and call him all sorts of horrible things.
0: Yeah. And, ladies and gentlemen, it's only if it fits. Is, am I am I safe saying this in a, just a quick synopsis? If only if it fits their narrative, right?
1: They will shape everything to their narrative. Yeah.
0: So this is what I found interesting about this. This is coming from the Los Angeles Times. So let's go here briefly. This is interesting stuff, ladies and gentlemen. Fun stuff to talk about today. If we must rely on history and tradition to assess gun laws, does racist history count? Let me read you some quotes from this. We'll take you to the break. and come back and discuss this. Yeah, this is fascinating. It's from the L.A. Times. Under a U.S. Supreme Court ruling from 2022, gun control measures are legit only if if they are deeply rooted in American history and tradition or are sufficiently similar to some other centuries-old law. Ah. The state lawyers had conducted a deep dive through hundreds of years of American jurisprudence and identified dozens of historical laws they felt bolstered the modern law's legitimacy by showing the government has has long limited access to firearms and ammunition. But there was a problem. Many of the historical laws they found were violently racist, restricting access to weaponry for enslaved people, indigenous Americans and other racial minorities. When we come back, we'll tell you what, oh, Attorney General Rob Bonta had to say about that one. We'll be right back.
1: Daniel Defense Firearms are guaranteed for life, trusted worldwide, and designed, engineered, and manufactured right here in America. Daniel Defense, freedom,
0: passion, precision. Uh, Welcome back in, guys. Armed American Radio's daily defense well underway here in front of the Crossbreed Holsters. Mike, Mark Walters, filling your prescription for freedom. All of it brought to you by the great X Insurance here in the Sig Sauer Studios. Please visit all of our partners. You can find them all at armedamericanradio.com. They make these conversations possible every single day. And we have some great new partners with us now. World of Firearms Training, otherwise known as WAFT, down in Florida. What a great place to train. A great excuse to go to Florida, too, by the way. PTAMMO.com. Buy ammo from an American made company. Great entrepreneurs right here in the United States, up in Connecticut. Connecticut, of all places, right? The Constitution state need to change that. But that's okay. PTAMMO is doing their part to fix it. dot ArmsList.com. Cutting-edge firewood. There will be a cutting-edge fire outside this very studio in about 50 minutes from now. HeavensHarvest.com. Make sure to get some of that emergency food. Of course, Sig Sour, Crossbreed Holsters, Car Arms, North American Arms, and the others, including DefenderCoffee.com. And any else I missed, you can find it there at ArmedAmericanRadio.com. John Gibbon from Arms List. Welcome back in, my friend. It's always a pleasure to have you here. I know you want to talk about United States v. Miller. Let's go to that in just a minute. I want to go back to this L.A. Times piece here because, you see, When I find the irony in all of this, it's kind of hard to articulate this. I'm going to do the best that I can, ladies and gentlemen, without going back to previous shows. I've mentioned the gun violence archives on the program many times in the past and how those numbers, I believe, are eventually going to backfire on the Democrats. Why, John, the gun violence archives, as you likely know, has changed the definition of mass shooting to, as you said in the previous segment, fit a narrative. That they can now say, oh, there's around 650 mass shootings in America, even though it's a bunch of bunk, and we know it. But every single media out, th- out there, yes, ladies and gentlemen, including Fox News, regurgitates these fake numbers as fact. Well, let's just make the assumption that all assault weapons were gone. Guess what happens to the murder numbers in this country and the, quote, unquote, gun violence numbers? Nothing. Because they account for very few murders. Most murders in this country are committed in urban America by most of it gang-related violence and handguns are involved. So they will eventually be forced to make you know and make you aware of the fact eventually that that's where those numbers come from. Eventually it's going to come out, not necessarily because of an assault weapons ban, but it's eventually going to backfire on them. It has to. That's what's happening here. The L.A. Times is being forced to admit that gun control laws are racist, and here's what Bonta said from his office. The attorney general in no way condones laws that target certain groups on basis of race, gender, nationality, or other protected characteristics. But these laws are part of the U.S. history of the Second Amendment and may be relevant to determining the traditions that define its scope, even if they are inconsistent with other constitutional guarantees. John, these people are talking out both sides of their mouth to fit a narrative. Take it away.
1: Well, I mean, I think you just summed it up. There's not much else to say. They're talking out of both sides of their mouth to fit a narrative. That's literally what they do on every issue all the time uh, when they're talking about any other candidate or person. I mean, you can go back to the 90s and watch Bill Clinton in his early in his first term talk about wanting to stop illegal immigration because it was bad for the U.S. And then – in, towards the end of that term when he needed more votes because his popularity was not good and all he knew was second term being for illegal immigration and, uh, you know, amnesty and everything else. Uh, you can't find an issue where a Democrat hasn't flip-flopped uh, other than the fact that they all stay anti-gun all the time.
0: Uh, that's a great point. Uh, that's well said, well articulated. It's exactly what happens. And, you know, I, since you mentioned Clinton, I also have to point out Obama is on record saying the same thing, by the way. As oh yeah, as and this, yeah Well, as a
1: senator, he spoke out against illegal immigration, and then did a very yeah. hard flip flop. Now, the only, only—I mean, I'm thinking maybe the way we could uh, fix the immigration problem is if the the cartel started giving everybody guns. Poor well, man.
0: they they could because they get their guns from our ATF. I mean, there's get that. Their whole guns deal. from the ATF. You you see how <laughs> we can go down? The I wish list that was a happening. joke.
1: I, I I wish we were joking when we said that.
0: We're not. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about Fast and Furious, gun walking across the border uh, that resulted in the death of Brian Terry, Border Patrol agent. And God knows how many other Americans and Mexican citizens as a result of the ATF's criminal activity that they forced American gun dealers into. And to this day, Eric Withholder and none of them have been held accountable at the ATF. None. And they never will hold themselves. There's been no accountability at all. Absolutely zero culpability whatsoever. What I find interesting about this is here you now have the the L.A. Times. And and the reason they're doing this, ladies and gentlemen, is because they are so desperate post-Bruin to try to find some way around the law that they're now going to start using and admitting to you that gun control is, in fact, racist. I don't know what that's going to do to their base. They're going to spin it expertly. There's no question about that, John. But they're now they're, they're outed, very right? Good <laughs> they're outed. Let's talk about Miller a little bit. You wanted to go into that. Let's jump over to that one.
1: Well, absolutely, because, I, you know, as you're going into history here, you, you got, took us a little further back than Miller. Um, not that much further, really, when you actually do the math.
0: Yeah, it's because, not that uh, Miller
1: far. is a case that's not quite 100 years old yet, but is, is fast approaching it. The NFA it was passed in 1934. I'm sure most of your users know all about the NFA. But one of these things that's not talked about in school, not talked about by the ATF, not talked about by any political anyone in the political class on either side, is that this was challenged only a few years later by a gentleman named Jack Miller, because so he got arrested for having a, a short shotgun. I'll give you the Cliff Notes, and the district court held that uh, basically. They were guilty of the crime they were charged with, and their Second Amendment uh, defense did not hold up. So they took a direct appeal straight to the Supreme Court. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I, I misstated that. The district court held in favor of Miller, saying that it did violate the Second Amendment. and they So the district court liked their Second Amendment defense. I said that backwards. But the short story is it got... Uh, Directly to the Supreme Court, which is pretty cool. It happened faster back then than it does now. Correct. But um, it, it and then that was Wikipedia. The Wikipedia claims the district court judge just kind of did that to screw them over because he knew they were basically common criminals, and they would have to go into hiding, and they'd never actually show up to the Supreme Court. And he was right because they were criminals, and they they never showed up. Because uh, he died, actually. He got killed in a crime before the case was was decided. But anyway, for, for argument before the for Supreme Court, Miller wasn't there. The other guy that got arrested with him, Frank Layton, wasn't there. Uh, and there was no attorney. There was no one representing their case at the Supreme Court, which essentially means that that was um, a that, that, that the official original straw man when it comes to the gun gun laws in America. They just had no... There's just no representation whatsoever, and that became uh, that solidified the NFA, right? Because who's going to challenge it after that? Right. And I just put it on our Twitter in case any I'd be interested to know how many people uh, know this history of the NFA. So, you know, so I put it up. I said, "Who represented Miller before the Supreme Court?" where he lost
0: very few people are aware of that history and it's fun to go back and talk about and as i mentioned in the first hour ladies and gentlemen when we decided to go down the road of the crime against kansas speech that there would be a lot of different spider holes and this is one of them two of them or even three of them we'll be back two more segments with john segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Defender Coffee. When you drink Defender Coffee, you're making a donation to a gun rights organization of your choice that protects and defends your freedoms. Welcome back to the show. Welcome back to the show indeed. Greg, ask me how many cups of Defender Coffee I had to start my day today.
1: Uh, Mark, how many uh, cups of Defender Coffee did you have to start your day?
0: Way too many. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So many, in fact, I'm drinking warm apple juice now. Ah. That I normally have a, you know, I did have a sugar-free Red Bull first hour. Is that apple juice neat? Yes, that's what we were joking about before. It's, <laughs> I, it's apple juice neat. I don't have it cold out here. Okay. Which I Because I, I drink too much of it when it's cold. I love it when it's cold. Yeah. It's so refreshing. But anyway, yeah, that's just way too much sugar. So that's a bad call. DefenderCoffee.com, ladies and gentlemen. I support the Second Amendment Foundation three times this morning when I got up. By drinking Defender Coffee, you can do the same thing, maybe not as much, but have a cup of Defender Coffee in the morning, and the profits from the bag of coffee that you order and make your morning coffee with go, in my case, the Second Amendment Foundation, you can do the same thing. It is a win-win-win all the way around. It really truly is. They're great companies. DefenderCoffee.com, use the promo code AAR, and if you use the promo code AAR, if you go to World of Firearms Training, for example, use the promo code AAR15. And you get a discount off those prices, the, the, the classes out there. Oh, man, great stuff. I see some chatter about that in the chat room itself. W-O-F-T dot com, dot com, and check them out. If you're heading down to Florida, you want to get some great firearms training, or maybe that's why you want to go down there. Man, is it world-class stuff. World-class stuff. Great partners here. John Gibbon, founder, ArmsList.com. John, welcome back, brother. This is a really interesting conversation. Got to talking a little bit about this and thinking about it during the break. You know, how the... Um, to be, to back away from Miller for just a second, but how the Democrats? There's somebody put in the chat here. Let me see if I can find this. Said I remember this from high school. Oh, what a tangled web we weave! It's in here when we first practice to deceive, uh, is what it is. But that's that's what they put in, and isn't that what the Democrats are doing? I mean, look, if you get one or two honest journalists somewhere. This stuff will eventually get called out. I truly believe the Democrats are going to – this is going to backfire on the Democrats at some point, John. Would you believe that? I don't even think media protection can cover them on this. It's so blatant.
1: Well, uh, I hope you're correct. Um, I mean, right. I, I know I know factually you and I are correct here that it is blatant, it is indefensible, and it is disgusting. Um, I have a sneaking suspicion, though, that, like you said, their spin, their cover-up, their – uh, attempts to release massive amounts of propaganda and psychological operations on the American people uh, will will at least quiet the mess for them, even if it doesn't make it totally go away.
0: Yeah, because it, while like it's getting some—I'm it, it, going to bet you that somewhere along the line at the L.A. Times, somebody's choking back something when this went to print because they're yeah. forced to expose part of the equation they don't want to expose, right? Ooh, the racist roots of gun control. We generally shy away from that. But I think we can spin it this way so they give Bonta the, the you know the advantage of letting him come back and respond or at least his office. But there's a lot of intelligent people left, still in California too, ladies and gentlemen, that see this for what it is. So, I guess what I'm saying is you have to hold out some hope, right? We do need to hold out some
1: hope, um, and but we do have to demand accountability from the people that claim to represent us, and, and it needs to be swifter, right? Because if you look at all the major losses and, and blows dealt to us as freedom-loving gun-owning Americans in, in recent years, you know, uh, you take like the brace thing; they, they just redefined a brace, you know, as a, you know. Out of thin air, Um, it took what what, roughly a year. About, Um, which was pretty quick in 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 the grand scheme of things, because we had a lot of people like Alan at SAF and other groups that that took that to task immediately. Um, And you know that wasn't too bad. But then when it comes to other things like, don't get me started, like Fauci. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the people who could hold them accountable and just don't, they they have their little, you know, uh, dog and pony show, ask them tough questions and then nothing happens. You know, we'll put it live on the air and ask asking them tough questions. But then there there is no accountability. And, well, you just know, we've like had a lot of those right blows now. in recent years.
0: Yeah. Just like Hunter Biden, just like Joe Biden, just like the documents, the Corvette, all of this. And, and that results Correct. in tremendous amount of cynicism. Not just from people like me or you, but I also believe there are millions of other Americans that see this for what it is, too. They might not (laughs) have radio programs or or they're not as vocal, but they see it, John. They've learned
1: on that side that if they can just kick the can a little bit and make some time pass, that they're able to escape accountability completely. Because something else that's more urgent will come along that will capture the hearts and minds of the media and the population. And And it's unfortunate that it's gone
0: down like that. No, you're absolutely correct. And when John says completely, he means complete, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Oh, yeah. Fauci has no consequences whatsoever for uh, the the financial corruption. We don't know the extent of, but we know there has to be some. Just look at his net worth. But the conspiring with the Chinese communist government to do things in research that are strictly forbidden uh, with the money and then, uh, you know, results in unleashing a virus on people that was eh, harmful, not as harmful as some people said it was, but was harmful. And, uh, you know, and then and then make, made a bunch of money from Big Pharma from pushing the shot, you know, because he kept saying, get your booster, get your booster, get your booster. Hey, that was and, pretty good. And, uh, you know, he made untold amounts
0: of money. <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I like that. Get your booster, get your booster, get your booster. You have to you know, get mask your booster You're be. You I mean, he was saying that while he was triple masked. I mean, my God, there's still people walking around falling for this crap. Let's shift yeah, gears. But anyway, over. just
1: there, the short answer: there isn't an accountability because if it isn't, if we aren't swift in going after people that do things wrong, then the nation's attention span is short, and something new comes up, and then there's not ever
0: any accountability because it, ha- it has to be quick, you know. Like, and what causes something new to come up, ladies and gentlemen? Mainstream media. The media just kicks out a new
1: a new thing, and everybody look at this shiny thing today. I mean, look, look at the, I mean the Nord Stream pipeline is a good example. Do we know who did it? Technically, not really. Is it highly uh, speculated that the Biden administration and the U.S. government had something to do with it? Yes, a lot of people think that is likely the case. You know. Did they blame who? They they blamed uh, what? They blamed Russia, Putin. but then they Putin. other sure. people think it might have been the weapons they gave to Zelensky that actually did it because that self sabotage is very common in the, the war machine to justify more war.
0: Oh, what a! Tangle. But
1: who knows? Well, who we, act, we, we don't we, know what actually happened because there isn't swift accountability.
0: Hence, the cynicism, ladies and gentlemen. Moving forward, it's why you can't trust them? Why would you believe what they give you next when you couldn't believe what they just told you before? Let's move over to a USA Today piece. Always love going over to this liberal rag. But you got it. This fits again. Ladies and gentlemen, you cannot make this stuff up. This stuff just kind of fell in our lap today. Exclusive from 521 a.m. at USA Today. Biden White House readies week of events on combating gun violence. Woo. Take a listen to this. The White House is set to hold a series of events this week focused on combating gun violence. Where? in black communities, as President Joe Biden continues to push Congress to do more on gun control. John, if they continue to go down this road, do you think there's any coincidence between this and the Los Angeles Times?
1: Huh. Well, now you're seeing it in full effect. I, I bet they're actually coordinating, because there's been a history of that proven in a bunch of testimony in Congress, that they coordinate with mainstream media and with uh, social media companies all the time, uh, yeah, so they're going to say, oh, you know, this, this or that is, is racist, and look, it's had a, it, they'll, they'll just say American gun laws are racist, right? That's probably what they'll say. They'll make it generic, and look what it's done to poor black people in certain Boom. communities. So there, that, and that, then the blame is just shared to America is a racist country, because that's the line they like to go to, not the Democrat Party has a history of supporting
0: uh, <laughs> slavery. You won't hear them say that out loud. Do you see the way this all ties together, ladies and gentlemen? It is fascinating. You can't make this stuff up. I promise you, you're going to begin seeing this narrative, which is why Biden is doing it, which is why the L.A. Times is out doing it. You're going to see other major media do it, too. One more segment left with John.
1: segment of Armed American Radio's Daily Defense is being brought to you by Daniel Defense. Visit DanielDefense.com.
0: Now, back to the show. Uh, back to the show, indeed. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense, the Garbage Day edition. It is Garbage Day here at the ranch today. It is Wednesday. I think it's Wednesday. Greg, is it Wednesday. It is Wednesday. It is garbage day at the ranch today. And I should have known that because I put the garbage cans out last night. You'd think I'd remember that. Welcome back, guys. It's all being presented to you today and every day by X Insurance from these six-hour Studios. Crossbreed holsters, Mike, lit up. Need insurance for anything? X Insurance has you covered. AM Best, A-rated. It's prime insurance company, ladies and gentlemen. Here's, here's the deal. If you live in Florida, having trouble getting homeowners, guess what? Call X Insurance. They will insure you and cover you, and they will never cancel you com. John Gibbon, Arms List. we got one more segment left, brother, and I I could stay on with you another hour, hour and a half, two hours easy, really enjoying the conversation today. I love the way we're tying this back. Well, we're not tying it back. I think the media is doing that job for us in tying together these stories. The irony here is that you and I were talking about the crime against Kansas speech before I saw how this all kind of fit, right? Yeah, the racist.
1: History of that political party is not even a little bit of a secret, and yet somehow they've managed to spin in the modern age that they're somehow not racist and Republicans are. I don't know how they, it's like a magic trick. It, 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 there's times it's worth just stepping back and, and acknowledging, wow, how did they pull that off?
0: Yeah, that's a really good analogy, the magic trick. I like that. It really is. Again, power of media for doing that. But you you need to look no further than what we were just talking about from the USA today piece back 4 minutes ago in the previous segment, how Biden is focusing his gun violence awareness week nonsense on black communities. How you know, it's going to be interesting to see how the media spins what he's talking about because they'll never address the racist roots of the party that provided the opportunity and the failed policies to give us the current numbers we have out of the black community. Here's some interesting statistics from USA Today that when they talk about gun violence numbers dropping, here's, here's a quick quote. After gun violence spiked during the pandemic, 2023 saw an overall decrease in gun violence dropping by 12.4 percent, according to the White House, according to the White House. Including in, in the major cities, yeah, including in major cities such as Baltimore, St. Louis, and Detroit. Here's the problem with that, ladies and gentlemen. Let's take it at face value and say, yeah, it did drop 12.4%. Here's what the White House is never going to tell you, and here's what the media is never going to confirm, that those numbers are still at historic highs. It's no different than the, than the Biden administration saying, inflation's down. It's coming down. It's still at record numbers. They only tell you half the story. Gas prices are dropping. Gas prices are two times, three times what they were under Trump. Biden will tell you that they're dropping. I'm taking credit for them dropping. Crime well, it's, statistics it's a bit are down. like being
1: the arsonist and the firefighter and wanting credit. You know, that's that's basically that's basically their game plan.
0: I've set fewer fires. Therefore my numbers are down, but I've set more fires than I did over the last 20 years still.
1: I keep right. showing up to put out fires that I set. Look at me. I'm a great firefighter.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I go back to. It, it, they play on people with a certain mindset. And my grandmother, God rest her soul, used to say, I remember a conversation I've had. I've used it as an example on the air before. Remember when gas prices were, were really, really high. Uh, I was during uh, Obama years. I guess it was. Uh, I paid like $120 to fill my truck. And she said. Wow. Yeah, she said, well. Just be glad it wasn't one hundred and thirty. And I thought, to myself, no, 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 no. That's not the way I want to live. Mm -hmm. Be glad it's not worse. It shouldn't be this bad. But that's the ploy that the Democrats use and they will use throughout the campaign. Crime numbers are dropping. Yeah, they're still high, but they're dropping. They shouldn't be that high to begin with. Now, look at the communities that's driving those numbers. And well, lo and behold, where's Biden going now? I mean it's no different than him trying to trick you into believing that he cares about Palestine, Ohio by showing up after the train wreck that decimated hey, the community. The, I don't want to completely change the subject, but Go for it.
1: So you brought up East Palestine uh, East Palestine, Ohio. Forever that place was called East Palestine, and then the minute there was a tragedy there, uh you know, did that horrible, horrible train wreck that's just absolutely decimated their their environmental, you know, the pollution is horrendous. It becomes East Palestine. And, and I mean, it's like it, it, in unison, the entire media. And it, the exact same thing happened. And Tucker's pointed this out, um, you know, so I, I can't take credit for being the first person to notice it. But it certainly, once you do notice, you can't unnotice it. In the history of my lifetime, I, did, I am no scholar on Eastern Europe, Okay. <clears throat> But I remember at least a half a dozen times hearing about a city called Kiev. Uh-huh. And the second we start sending the most money, in unison, the entire media is calling it Kiev. Now, Kiev. what is that about?
0: I don't understand it. It's because you had heard it called Kiev so many times. It's to, it, again, and I, I, I hadn't thought about that, that East Palestine. Palestine, you're absolutely correct about that. I didn't put two and two together. They on just that. start
1: pronouncing the names of these cities differently uh, after these God. these uh, dramatic events unfold, and and I, it, it doesn't really make sense. I mean, so what if I if I said East Palestine? Still, would it change the fact that that train derailed and, and destroyed the you know the wilderness and the, and the rivers and the trees and everything?
0: No, but they're so no. woke, they associate it with Palestinians. Oh, it's so bad out there. Ladies and gentlemen, it's why everything is, is rooted and born in cynicism. Where it, this is where it comes from. And it's why people like me absolutely despise these people. I can't stand them. I, I can't, like John, as you and I were talking earlier today, I can't wake up in the morning and turn the nonsense on anymore. I cannot start my day. And I ask you, ladies and gentlemen, How can you put out positive vibes to start your day to get the universe working on your behalf when you wake up and the first thing you put on your television set is Fox and Friends or CNN? I mean, I mean, why
1: that they're all just doing news alert, news alert, news alert over and over and over again. The the, the 24 seven news cycle will go down in history as a highly negative psyop that destroys the human psyche.
0: Well, I'm glad you said that, because I've said com- combined. You have three issues that are combined that do that. You have social media. You have 24-7 quote-unquote news. And you have a biased media giving you crap under all three of those circumstances. It's destroying the psyche of the nation. I've said it for years. You are absolutely correct. But I, I, I believe what I'm about to tell you, John. I truly do believe this. There will come a time in history, and it, hopefully it's not too far from now, where we will look back over our shoulders, I hope I'm alive to see it, where we look back over our shoulders and go, what in the hell happened? How did that happen? Right? It's got to. It it has to. Or we don't have a country anymore, John. And, you know, I think it's important listeners understand that you and I both believe, too. We can lose all this. We're on the cusp of it. It's why we have to keep fighting, right? uh, Was
1: it Reagan that said we're only ever one generation away from losing our country and our liberty?
0: That's it. I don't even think it's a generation at this point. This generation's got to step up to the plate. Yep. And it starts Every living generation needs
1: to step up right
0: now. Oh, I'm telling you what. John Gibbon, ArmsList.com. Always a pleasure to have you here. Looking forward to bringing you back. Two great, solid hours of radio. Fantastic conversation. Real quick, tell people where they can find you. Real fast, about 10 seconds.
1: Head to armslist.com to buy, sell, and trade. And if you want to talk about, have lively discussion, go to twitter.com slash armslist.
0: America's firearms marketplace, ladies and gentlemen. Use the promo code AAR. Get first month for 99 cent. 99 cent. And after that, it's only six and a half bucks a month. Armslist.com. Thanks, John, for being here. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get up and do it again tomorrow precisely because they don't want us to. Enjoy your day. We'll see you on the radio.